I want to get an update here on a story that came out uh, earlier this week. Bank of Canada holding the line once again, um, announcing on Tuesday the bank rate would remain at 4.5% for at least another month. Um, that's two months in a row now that they haven't jacked up rates, taking the wait-and-see approach to interest rates and their inflation-taming efforts. So the question is, is that the right approach? How long will it last? And could they possibly start to come back down? Some people say maybe. We're going to speak with Don Drummond, who is a fellow in residence at the C.D. Howe Institute and a Stauffer Dunning Fellow at Queen's University, formerly the Chief Economist at TD Bank and an Associate Deputy Minister at Finance Canada. Don, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Yeah, you're both welcome. So let's just say, first of all, in in your esteemed view, was this the right choice for the bank to take to just sort of say, okay, we're going to leave it for another month? I was very pleased with the decision and with the statement. I think leaving the interest rate at 4.5% was the right thing to do, but I also was quite adamant that they throw the door wide open, that they're not necessarily done, and end this speculation that they might be lowering interest rates soon. They are a long, long way from victory of getting inflation back to 2%, and they may well have to increase again, and I really wanted them to give a shot across the bow that watch out, they might have to raise interest rates again. And they did. Um, when we take a look at this, and uh, you know, we've talked about inflation so much over the last year, year and a bit, and it's become clear to me in speaking to a bunch of different financial experts that there's a bunch of different ways to look at it. We always talk about that that headline number that comes out every month, and this is the rate of inflation, but, but there's so much nuance and there's so many other things that go into it. Uh, and how does that make it, when you're trying to set this inflation or this interest rate, and there's so many different moving pieces, how difficult does that make it? Well, Statistics Canada doesn't help. If you follow how the media reports it, it's not surprising they report it pretty much the way Statistics Canada reports it. And Statistics Canada puts all the emphasis on this year-over-year measure. So they'll take the level of March 2023 divided by the level of March 2022. But that's got a lot of history in it. That's not the most recent indicator. So, for example, if you look at the that year-over-year measure, the rate of inflation is 5.2%. But if you look at inflation over the last at 3.5%. That's an important distinction, and you can believe me, the Bank of Canada is looking at the more recent numbers. So this is kind of makes it even worse, because when they report the latest monthly increase, for some odd reason, they report the seasonally unadjusted number. And the seasonally adjusted number in the last couple of months has been lower. That's the one they should be reporting on. And they don't even tell you it's as easily unadjusted. And, of course, the media doesn't tell you. So we're getting a lot of difficult measure- measurements. And the other really interesting thing on the numbers is now we get the wage increase every month with the labor force survey. And we've had two months in a row where the average wage increase is over 5%. That is not being consistent with 2% inflation. That's got to be really troublesome for the Bank of Canada. And they're not immune to being called out, right? I mean, heck, we've even got one would-be prime minister, the head of the federal conservative party, that's been very critical of the Bank of Canada. So they know they're being scrutinized with every decision, and and, and criticism could be coming if they get it wrong, right? That has to factor into their thinking. On, on either direction, but I think the number one thing as a human being is you don't want to be accused of the same mistake twice. <laughs> you make it yeah. once, you kind of <laughs> tend to go the other direction. I think the worst nightmare situation for the Bank of Canada is to discover in year and two that they've not brought us back to 2% inflation and they didn't react strongly enough. 
And was, in that environment, that natural human behavior is a gutsy move for them to keep the rate fixed at four and a half percent because there is risk there that it will prove, hey, you were asleep at the switch, you kept the rates too low for too long, and then when inflation built up, you didn't react strongly enough. But you know, they've got a terrible policy instrument to work with. It's like if you're talking about the cars, you're driving your car, but you don't know which direction your car is going to turn until about. 90 seconds after you turn it. <laughs> that, doesn't drive, that doesn't give you a good driving experience. So they set the interest rates, but they don't find out for about 18 months what's the effect on inflation. And there's a natural bias to just keep raising them, raising them, raising them, and ultimately find out you're going too far. So I congratulate them for taking that chance and keeping them fixed. But unless they start to get some better numbers, they're not going to be able to sit on the fence forever. Well, you make such a good point because essentially what they're asked to do is predict the future. And at a time like this, where there's so many different things that are completely uncertain and unpredictable, um, it's almost an impossible task. And like you say, they won't know until after the fact. Well, like in everything else in life, Yogi Berra said it best, it's really hard to make predictions, especially about the future. He had that one really right. <laughs> predictions about the past aren't too bad, but especially, like, obviously, if you've got a policy instrument, you want to see the results right up front. Yeah, and and yeah. you do it, and you got it right, but they can't do that. And, you know, we'll, we will know in two years' time, the question is is four and a half. The other thing to look at, interest, I keep driving this point, interest rates are not particularly high. I said, let's take us back to grade three math. There's a confusion between the change and the level. The increase in interest rates, 425 basis points, and the speed is unprecedented. But 4.5% interest rates with long-term interest rates around 3% is not very high. And if we go back to the late 1990s, the beginning of the 2000s, when the inflation rate was steady at 2%, and the economy performing particularly high, interest rates were not lower then than they are now. And in fact, longer-term interest rates were higher back then. So we've got this, and particularly the younger generation, who their, old, their only lifetime experience as adults was with these super low interest rates, think because the rates have risen so much, they're particularly high. But from any other historical standard, other than 2008 to 2022, interest rates are not particularly high right now. And the dollar's quite weak, and so that's a source of inflation as well. You mentioned earlier um, trying to put a damper on the calls to see interest rates come down, and I've spoken with a number of analysts who say that that could happen as early as the end of the year, um, and they actually came out, like you say, in the statement, and say, hey, we could go up again if we have to. Why is that important to you? Well, I, I don't like this built in that everybody's expecting they're going to go down because I don't think they're going to go down. I don't think it's built on the solid analysis, and I think it uh, shows that people aren't paying enough attention to the steadfastness of these inflation pressures. And the inflation release that we just got the now from the United States is a perfect example of that. The headline number went down, but only because gasoline prices went down. The CPI, excluding food and energy, actually rose a bit, and it's still over 5%. Inflation is getting pretty locked in. And with these wage increases, it's getting even more locked in. And I thought this speculation of a interest rate cut was just totally out of the context of a reading of how deeply entrenched some of these inflation pressures are. So don't be holding out hope. And I know some people are. We're sort of at least where we're going to be and maybe going up a little bit. 
Yeah, we better be prepared for it. Uh, that there might be more. You know, we're not talking the uh, 1980s style yeah, interest yeah. rates when they went on the 20 percent. But yeah, we might get another 50 basis points or so here or there. Interesting. Okay, excellent stuff. Thanks so much, Don. I appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. Bye.